Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Speak of the Devils. I'm your host, Bernard, and we talk about everything Manchester United here. So, let's kick it straight off with the reaction to the Brighton game. Manchester United take on Brighton. Uh, my hopes were not high for this one, as I had seen the Arsenal game, the Tottenham game. Uh, you know, anything they do, it seems deflated. It just doesn't seem like there's a life in this team. And, you know, from what I saw from the earlier game, the Arsenal game, Hoiberg seems to be the only player that has a life, you know, has a sort of fire underneath him, like he wants to play for his team. So, you know, let's kick it off. Let's go. Uh, Manchester United versus Brighton. Uh, I was watching this game live, so I can I can sort of remember. Uh, United were kind of just, you know, they were, they were taking it to Brighton. They were really just holding them to it, attacking. It, you know, it looked good, promising. Regulon fit right into the side. Uh, you know, obviously with the whole drama with Anthony and the whole drama with, uh, you know, sort of Sancho, we we didn't really have a right back or right winger at all. So we kind of just had to force Fernandez into that slot. And this Brighton team looks pretty scary. And when you see Danny Welbeck is at the front, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, it, you know, it's going. It's, you know, it's going. Uh, Danny Welbeck struck within 20 minutes of the game. Uh, United just, you know, like I said, they were they were on the forefront. They created plenty. But the, per, the finishing in the final third was just atrocious. It just wasn't there. It was, there wasn't any quality, and that's what irritates me. That's what irritates me plenty because it seems like all these guys can get into the position, but when they need the finish, when they need the, like, especially Rashford, especially Rashford, he just, when he gets up front, it's like he he just twinkle toes. He just gets nervous, shy. It just doesn't work out. Uh, You know, there was one shot that went straight towards the goalie. Like, he it just flat-footed, no power. Just, it wasn't good. Uh, Hoiberg had a header, went over the bar, you know, unlucky. Hoiberg also had a chance in front of net. Uh, it just trimmed past him, but that gave me hope because we signed this guy for $70 million, He can score goals. Those are the positions I want you to be in to score goals. Now, you know, like I said, within 20 minutes, Danny Welbeck got open right in front of net. Ball was dummied to him. Passed from the wing. Dummied through a Brighton player goal. Man United are down one nothing. But I had hope. I had a blind hope. Uh, you know, United did not bounce back against Arsenal. They did not bounce back against Tottenham. They bounced back against Nottingham Forest. But I had some sort of hope that they would show a bit of resiliency because this team seems void of it. They seem void of heart. They seem like they're coming into work and not coming to play football, and that's what irritates me about them. So, Onana really couldn't do anything about that because it was just a really good finish and a really good, you know, really good ball through. Defense needs to do more about that. Uh, you know, Rashford had a chance from the penalty spot. Um, you know, it was blocked. Brighton just really good defense. You know, compact. And I really wish United would get you know take some notes. I really wish they would you know do something. And Danny Welbeck played well today. Danny Welbeck played well this game. Rashford had plenty of chances. One shot was you know it tipped off a defender and off the post, and it just looked dangerous. And every time he busts down that wing, they look dynamic. They look like they could do something. I need him to either get the ball out of his feet or shoot early. 
the goal that was taken away from Hoiberg, if he gets out of his feet a bit earlier, maybe doesn't pass the line. Maybe it gets to Hoiberg. Maybe it's a goal in Brighton United to 1-1. But VAR, I'm not even going to argue with the ref. I'm not even going to argue because I could have seen it called either way. Uh, could have been on, could have been off. But, you know, you need to get rid of that ball earlier. You need to do something with it. So, you know, Hoiberg's first goal for Manchester United taken away. Uh, you know, it was looking blight. Um, so I don't know. I, you know, United are down one, and I think we went the halftime. I think United got one more chance. It was kind of just, you know, off target once again, no finishing. Need to work on that. Uh, and I don't know what happens during the halftime talks, but Eric Ten Hag just literally, it literally feels like he just walks into the locker room and he's just like, well, boys, we've done absolutely jack. Uh, you know, let's just do 45 minutes of that, and we'll be, we'll be okay. And that's what they do. It's like he does that because he does. I don't feel any tactical adjustments. I don't feel anything. And it's like he wants to shoot himself in the foot because he tells them, you know what? Let's take the player that actually looks like he wants to play for this club, that actually wants to wear the badge, and sub him out for Martial, who, who has less goals than Danny Welbeck this season. He has zero goals. Martial has not soared a single goal in the Premier League. But I have to sit here and watch him every week. Really. Guantanamo Bay prisoners get more respect than this. But here we are. Here we are. So Martial, who, you know, funny enough, he has a contract uh, trait or contact thing, or contract thing with United and Monaco. If he ever won the Ballon d'Or, uh, he would be able to get uh, or no, Monaco would get money from him. Mon yeah, Monaco would get uh, a certain bonus if Anthony Martial ever won the Ballon d'Or. And Lord, let me tell you, when that day happens, pigs will be flying and hell will be freezing over and the Toronto Maple Leafs will maybe win the Stanley Cup in that order. This man has done absolutely nothing for every time he's been on the pitch. And I thought maybe give him a chance this season. He's not giving me anything to look at, look at brightly. He, does, he just looks unmotivated. Honestly, send him back to France. Maybe he'll want to play for a club there because he doesn't want to play here. He doesn't look like he's fit to wear the shirt. He doesn't feel like he earned the right to wear that shirt. The second goal that happened in like the 33rd minute, Poor defending, just everyone, look, flat-footed. Everyone's flat-footed. Lissandro Martinez, he gets taken to the ground, and at that point, it's an easy finish. Onana can't do anything about it. It just, it looks poor. It looks, it just looks like there's nothing there. There's, I don't see any silver linings about this game. They controlled the game for 20 minutes, and ever since then, before, you know, between the first goal and the second goal, they've been dominated by Brighton. There's no bounce back in the locker room. There's no fight in the, the during halftime. When you're going down 1-0 at halftime, there has to be something that switches on that goes, you know what, we're down, we need to attack, we need to control the pace of this game. Because we obviously could control the pace of the game by the first 20 minutes. But they they just didn't. They just wa they walked off the pitch. It's like they walked off the pitch. They went to play Pokemon Go in the park next door. They came back, and they're like, ah, oh, we, we got to play a soccer game again. And I, I don't feel like playing it. And they just gave another goal. 2 nothing to Brighton. 
I mean, United, I mean, they had one chance from distance. Uh, I mean, it, it's a little dribbler. Nothing much is going to happen from there. Jason Steele. Jason, I've never heard of him, but, I mean, he, he looked good this game. Another, I mean, another Rashford free, free kick where it has to be in his contract that Rashford's free kicks or Rashford has free kicks because they, I've never seen one go in ever since that one game in the Champions League. And on top of that, Jao Pedro got the third goal. Uh, you know, it was a crazy finish. It wasn't even that difficult of a finish. It was just poor defense once again. Attacking on the wing, drop back ball, identical to the second goal, and, it, you know, he places it. Onana can't get to it again. Defense were all caught flat-footed. Everyone, everyone already gave up as soon as that ball was played. No one cares. No one cares. And it's irritating. It's irritating to see. Because wh where is my right wing back? Where is Dalo? I don't see him. He looks lost. Aaron Wambasaka, if he's there, this doesn't happen. But he's injured. Dalo is not fit. The only bright spot I can see from this game is the fact that Hannibal scored the con consolation goal. And he looks like he has hope. He looks like he looks promising. Maybe he could fit somewhere that so he maybe he could take Martial's job. Because Martial doesn't look like he loves this club. There's a certain group of players that look like they don't love this club. Martial for one. Hoiberg looks like he loves this club. Rashford needs to hit the pitch and just start shooting. Just simply just put the ball down wherever you please. Right foot, left foot, headers, everything. Because he can get places, but he can't produce. I want to talk about my right back, or my right winger, Anthony, who... That, that, that's what it is. That's what it is. Because it literally feels like I'm hitting my head against the wall watching him play. Because he can do all this fancy stuff. He's Brazilian, but he's not. He's like discounted Brazilian. He's like Peruvian. Because he doesn't do anything else besides the spins. No goals, no productions, no assists. High usage rate, which is the worst part. Because if you're bad and you're not touching the ball, okay, fine. You may, you know, it's not. But if you're the attacking part, if you're the integral part of this offense, and you're touching the ball the most, and you're doing nothing with it, why should I care? Why do I need the, why, why, why do I need to watch you? Why should Sancho not take your spot? And then when this comes out that Jaden Sancho has been looked at and he feels like a scapegoat, I bet he does feel like a scapegoat because this team hasn't been good since he's got here. He hasn't had a fair shot at being the right winger. Anthony played in the Dutch League for a year, and he and Ten Hag believes that he's the answer to our problems. But then it comes out that two weeks after we got him or so, Hannibal was, or Ten Hag was like, you know what, kudos, uh, who signed for West Ham is really good. We should have got him instead. We'll get him in the first place. Tell us that. You're scouting these nuns, not us. We're not watching the Dutch League. We're looking at who we want to get from England. And every week we spend money, it feels like, and every day we got to eat it. We we spend $70 million on the on the Danish or the Norwegian guy, he looks good. 
But we spend money almost every every transfer window, and he's supposed to be the savior. He's not the savior. It's not good. It's not good. And this team looked poor against Brighton. This team looked poor against Tottenham. This team looked poor against Arsenal. So if we can't beat top six, I don't even think we can beat top ten anymore. We're on the we might be in a relegation battle. I'm starting off this series telling our fans, Manchester United fans, we may be in a relegation battle. We we might not even be mid-table. We might be fighting teams f- to survive in the prem. To survive in the prem. We we can't drop points against teams. We cannot. For survival, we might we might actually give Luton Town a chance. We play Burnley next week. We might give Burnley a shot. They haven't won a game. And and we play Bayern Munich. We play Bayern Munich for the Champions League, the first game in group stages. You mean to tell me that this backline of Dello, Lindehoff, Lisandro Martinez, and Regulon, we don't have Varane anymore. He's injured. You mean to tell me this back line is supposed to stop Harry Kane, Serge Gnabry, Leo, like Sané and all of them? Thomas Muller? We're going to get diced blood. We're going to get cut up. We're about to get destroyed, obliterated, and absolutely laughed at. Conservatively, I think the game's going to end 4-1 in Byron's favor. Because they have the home. But I could easily see this game going 6-1, 5-1, maybe 5-0, 6-0. Because Lord knows, Lord knows what this team's going to do. I don't know what this team's going to do. Who are we starting? What is our formation? What are we planning to do to combat Bayern's offensive power? Are we, are we going to have five at the back? Are we going to have two CDMs? Are we going to have McTominay and Casemiro starting it, starting in midfield in order to combat? Like, what are we going to do? We don't have the power or the class to take on Bayern Munich. So this is already a wash. It's okay, though. It's okay, though. Let's just let's fight to win our group. Let's fight to win our group. I mean, let's try to get a point here. In an ideal world, maybe maybe we finish our chances a bit against them. It ends up 2-2. Maybe our defense steps up. I don't have hope in it. But maybe we, we maybe we have a shot. And maybe we go to Burnley, we sneak out like a 2 nothing win. I believe we can beat Burnley. But I, I could easily get my words watching this team. Watching how this team has performed for the past four weeks. Because they always like to seem to start behind the eight ball. For the past four weeks against Tottenham, Arsenal, Nottingham Forest, and then Brighton, we cannot maintain a lead. We cannot, we can't grab a lead. We can't get over the hump. So we have to fight back. And the fight back is either not enough or we get lucky. So I, I'm sitting here right now, right? I, we're playing Bayern. I think we lose. We're playing Burnley. I, I think I think we pull out a win because Burn Burnley. It's not Burnley. But if we if we get embarrassed by Burnley, I'm gonna be here next week. I'm gonna be here next week. Confused, lost. We uh, 
we might, depending how this Burnley game goes, we might actually be in a relegation battle, and that's not a joke. We have to worry about dropping points against Burnley and Everton and Luton Town instead of actually wor worrying about you know, qualifying for Champions League football or European football. Right? In fact, the conference, because we cannot handle our business. We've spent a billion pounds, billion great British pounds over the past 10 years or so. This team has nothing to show for it. No Champions Leagues, no league titles, a couple FA Cups and maybe a Carabao Snickers Bar Cup. But I'm here watching this team, supporting this team. And there's no plan. There's It's just vibes. It's just vibes. It feel, it's irritating. It really is irritating. Because when you watch all your neighbors went do stuff, if, for example, let's say my next-door neighbor became an astronaut, my other neighbor became the president, and then my other neighbor was a successful lawyer, and here I am just being a bum. This is how it feels being a United fan. Liverpool have won Champions Leagues. Chelsea snuck in a Champions League. They're in the mud now. But they won a Champions League. In the 10-year span, we've been terrible. Tottenham have made it to a Champions League final. Arsenal look good. Arsenal was literally terrible 10 years ago. And now they're looking like they can give City an absolute dogfight for the chip and where's man united the same place we've been for the past 10 years i'm irritated watching this team it is infuriating watching this team and every week there is some new episode that takes this team from being an absolute unit to being terrible they look more like the dallas cowboys than than an actual football team they have news every week Every week, oh, we were linked to this, we're linked to him, they're linked to who, they're, li they're linked They're linked to Aang from The Last Avatar, and they're going to pay him $50,000 million. What is this transfers? Where are these transfers? We've spent so much money, and we are 13th. We are on the verge of a relegation battle. The teams under us are Chelsea, Bournemouth, Wolves, Sheffield, Everton, and Burnley, and Luton Town. Luton Town just had to pay like $6 million to upgrade their stadium because they couldn't even play Premier League football in there. That's where we are right now. We're not competing with City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Brighton. We're getting smoked, burnt, toasted. With no butter. We, we don't have the facilities. We do not have the facilities. Because we spent so much money. And we were living the dream. That this team could not put together a simple streak of games to win. They could not. And I watch them every week. I have to. Harry Maguire. I watched Harry Maguire. What? The Arsenal game. Why is Harry Maguire and Evans? I didn't even know this guy was still playing football. And he's still here. He's still playing. Why do I have to watch Bayako Osaka? Or Bayako Osaka? Burn up Harry Maguire and Johnny Evans. It's embarrassing. That game was the day before my birthday and I was pissed. Irritated. 
absolutely flabbergasted by what I just witnessed right there. Like, we spent so much money to be good, and we're just not. And our wage bill is up. And we, <laughs> our wage bill is up. I know we're going to get hit with financial fair play soon. And I'm almost inviting it because maybe it will tell these owners that recklessly spend the money and whoever is in charge of the scouting that, hey, maybe we shouldn't spend 200 million great British pounds to buy blank, 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 and blank. And they all don't pan out. Not a single one of them. Not a single one of them. We keep buying prospects or we keep buying superstars in other leagues and they just don't pan out. And it has to be a coaching thing or something. We have the reverse Midas touch. We can take a piece of gold and turn it into cow dung. And it happens every time. Harry Maguire was good before we bought him. We get him. He looks like a dunce. A doofus. A goofball. We buy Ball Pogba. He was a superstar in Italy. We get him. He looks like an absolute buffoon. He doesn't. He looks lost. He looks unmotivated. And Casemiro had a couple good games when we got him. But he's going to. The United. The sickness that United has is going to affect him soon. It just will. It just will. Because everything this club touches seems to turn to cow dung. And it's not good. It's not good. And I, I'm not ready for it. I mean, I'm going to support this team regardless. No matter who's on the team. But we either, A, need we need something. We need to either just completely reset, sell players. I don't care for how much. Because if we have one of the highest wage bills in the league and we are 13th, something is severely wrong. Either the quality of the players that we thought we had is not there or we are simply just not coaching them well enough. So something needs to change. We are in week six. We are not week one, week two, week three. We are in week six where we're going into Burnley's town to turf more. And we're going to play a football game. And we have about 10 times the amount of cost or value per player. So if we go into this game and we can't beat Burnley, we need to look in the mirror. We need to look on the inside and see what is wrong with this team. Either what is wrong with the club function-wise, what is wrong with the coaches, what is wrong with the training, what is, like, are we eating bad food, like, are we not eating chickpeas, like, is something wrong with this club that is making us not being able to be the best players that we, or best club that we could be. And I, I, they just leave me speechless every week. I've been watching this team get battered by Liverpool like 6 nothing, at work. I've been watching this team just absolutely get embarrassed on the national stage. I've seen this team. I, 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 you know, I don't have a good memory with this club. I joined late. I don't have a good memory with this club. They lost the Europa League in a penalty shootout that lasted like 50 minutes because it took forever and De Gea messed it up. Like, <sighs> 
to have nothing to show for it. To have nothing to show for the t decade of ineptitude is embarrassing, right? I can cry over spilled milk all day, but we, we need to look at what it, what's going on right now. Our wage bill is hideous. We are 13th. Either players are not performing, coaches are not performing, something's not performing here. And we need to deep dive into ourselves and see what needs to be changed in order for Manchester United, the best club in the world, to be successful. It is either A or B. And if, Bur if we lose the Burnley, we get the answer. I'm not worried about Bayern. I know we're going to lose the Bayern. I already accept that. And the fact that I have to accept that is sad all in itself. We are in the Champions League, and we do not look like a Champions League caliber team. We don't even look like a Conference League team right now. We can't hold a candle to West Ham or Brighton. We're dreaming. We're absolutely dreaming. Do you think I'm right? Do you think I'm right? Even if we get out of the group stage, do you think I'm ready to, wa to walk in the Camp Nou or whoever? Do you think I'm ready to walk into the, to the Bernabeu? And think that United's about to win a game? Really? Wake up. Absolutely wake up. If you think that we're going to be any of the top elite European teams. We can't even beat Brighton. We can't. And you know what? I, I know it's an injury thing. If Varane was there, if Aaron Wan-Bissaka is there. Maybe the game turns out differently. Because Varane is a world-class defender. And Aaron Wan-Bissaka has been on a good run of form lately. And I understand that. But if we don't have the depth on the bench to deal with stuff like Brighton, Arsenal, Tottenham, which we clearly did against Arsenal because we had Harry Maguire and Johnny Evans, then there is something severely wrong. We need to either loan someone, get someone, call, phone a friend. There has to be favors somewhere because I do not want to see that terrorist ball that Harry Maguire and Johnny Evans play. I don't want to. I do not want to see Diego Dallo. He's burnt that bridge. He's gotten burnt too many times. He's not Aaron Wan-Bissaka. He he doesn't fit. He gets caught out way too much. Either someone needs to coach him to stay back and just hold it or do something else because I'm seeing that left side that he has to hold or the right side, the other team's left side that he has to hold is getting toasted, burnt up to a crisp. And I, I'm on the verge of losing it. So, as I said, Byron's, Byron's playing uh, Wednesday. Uh Manchester United are playing Burnley on Saturday, 2 p.m. Central Time. I will be watching both games, and I will be back next week to give you my opinion. Because this, I, I've had this, I had an idea to make a podcast Manchester United for a long time. I have. And every week, I feel like there's something new, right? I have two loves in my life, three loves. The Bears. Manchester United, my girlfriend. And two of them make me sad. Two of them physically make me sick. Because I watch them every week and they let me down. To the point where I wrote in my will, I want two players from the Bears and two players from Manchester United to be my Paul Bears to let me down one last final time. 
This has been Speak of the Devils.